Coming into and establishing the upright form, <coughs> extending your awareness down into the, to the feet and all the way out through the body, tracking the line, the center line. So, how am I in balance? Uh, tipping over backwards, forwards, and then where it's balance that will give you a, a very <coughs> pragmatic way of finding your center and noticing the body can do that which we can't really do with our other senses this fundamental body intelligence to do this aim of that is if you're fi- finding that uh, center, that midline and then connecting to the ground and so everything in you, in your form, your body form knows and attunes to the to that balance sense then all kinds of things can relax, they don't have to hold anymore you don't have to hold yourself up because the, the balance will do it way in which you you really ask the body to wake up to that is you deliberately induce some imbalance so you know coming onto one leg then the other leg that intelligence has to keep reasserting itself to oh yeah this is how it is so that becomes stronger becomes more wakeful
movements about loosening, particularly around the articulation joints, the legs, the hip, the ankles, shoulder, the hand, wrists, some of the places that can articulate you, wake them up. And this means that those places that can clamp or, or just go stale, if they're freed up, means you're uh, body feels more complete, it's not segmented and also the energy can travel more effectively through all parts of the body because there aren't these in, inner um, tensions and restrictions. Loosening, and you always you have loosening and you have stretching. Stretching is where the energy gets generated, but you don't want to stretch things until they're loose, otherwise you tear them, <laughs> or you, it doesn't work. So you loosen everything up, and then it's more possible to get an effective, pl- pleasing kind of stretch. <coughs> begin with the legs so just even this when you come onto one leg pivot on the heel and pull your toes back you feel the stretch running up the back of your of your leg mm. coming onto the other leg you get a sense of balance the, the bending leg is strong the other leg is empty it's loosened and empty and then you because it's like that you then pull toes back you get a nice stretch up the back of the leg (coughs) and you can use that stretch to pull your upper body over so without without really doing anything in your upper body just using the stretch to pull your body over and then coming up using that pulling your toes back, feeling the tightening in the backs of the legs, following that, letting it draw your body over, so that when you come down again, and you release that foot, energy can travel up the leg into the upper body. How do you come up? You come up, you bring your, as you bring your 
foot down to the ground, you push the pelvis forward, open the belly, and you come up like that. You keep your shoulders relaxed. Push forward. So it's a very sympathetic movement. Begins with the foot, comes to the leg, into the pelvis, and then we just follow the flow of that. But basically, the powering of it is in is in the leg. <coughs> say energy I don't the energy that, that you're looking for is not a, a, a sort of power energy but a relief energy a sense of ah you know something softens and widens you know, that's the kind of energy you want you don't want an energy that's uh, fiery and pushy so that's the energy we, we generate pushing down and you get a sense something softens and opens you feel lighter and more space that's the sign to look out for (coughs) okay so coming back to center again Let's practice this movement. It's called qua, qua squats. Qua refers to this area. So, as I said before, you know, you you get the. So, if you have a ball coming towards this place low in the abdomen, pushing, pushing the viscera back. Squashing it, squeezing it back, you tip. Tipping over in the hips. Then you follow that through by bending the knees. Then push down through the knees. And letting the abdomen open up. down through the knees (coughs) opening the abdomen 
I'm feeling that as you that movement also getting an effect in the lower back sense of lengthening between the pelvis and the the ribs in the lower in the back yeah. so you become more aware of that that particular place to this you experience the, the strong and the soft and the strong is the outer the what I call the hard tissues the outer structures like the uh, um, outside of the legs the back seems stronger in a soft supple way and then the soft tissues can open up feel receptive get into it feel that sense can spread through the entire body to the palms the hands the face feeling everything feel it can open up there's an energy of softening widening and then it's wrapping over that focusing on this <coughs> crucial area between the hips and the ribs this the midriff area and this is where uh, our strength should be and strength is not tension strength is not rigid it's a potency and a supple strength yeah. so you see look you know reflecting on those words it means there's, there's a lot of potential there that remains uh, not stiff or rigid, but available. Mm-hmm. So we, we so, so first of all, you're just coming into uh, your feet again, and then just that little couple of few moments, just checking out. So we swing, sway to and fro, going back onto your heels, bending your knees. Yeah. If you're about to sit and feeling what happens in your, in your back, your lower back, the more more you come back onto the heels, the more you you sit, you'll feel this energy running up your lower back, and remember keeping your shoulders loose. 
that's a strength thing there push down through the knees, come up again feel the release of that you feel a little taller because the the muscles in the lower back have been activated and now they feel a little more alive and vital and you have a, a sense of feeling perhaps more tall and upright without any push And com- coming, tipping, leaning just slightly forward so you have more pressure on your toes. Again, bend, bend your knees more. Push your knees down. And you're feeling a lot more tensile strength in the abdomen. When you come back, you can relax that. <coughs> Often a way of relaxing something is to, de- is to deliberately and progressively tense it. So we, then when you s- deliberately, carefully and gradually given it a little bit of tensing, then you deliberately and gradually release that, it comes out of it. Now, very often the case is that people live on their toes. You know, you call it being on your toes as if that's something good. <laughs> um, so there's often a lot of cramping in, in the abdominal region just on that account alone, apart from everything else. So probably good to come back a little more heels and cultivate about to sit down feeling your back letting your belly be open of course if this area in your body does become stronger and supple it really vastly improves your, your sitting practice because you've got a nice steady upright uh, form just to warm those those tissues up now one more loosening will be you know just bend your knees a little it's a push up to allow the body to lengthen the float upwards just certainly not pulling up through your arms but being floated up lofted up That's, that's an in-breath, isn't it?
probably as you do that you get a sense of the body really enjoys that and likes to do more you enjoy that feeling it's not pressurized it's a lovely light feeling of being open free from compression So let's come up into into the to the ball. Since the ball is suspended by a rope from the ceiling, and you can actually just hang from it. You can take a little about the gesture of just being about to sit down. So lengthening, dropping the spine being held by the ball. The ball sloshing with water, it's a soft movement. Yielding movement. Feel comfortable with the ball and breathing out, coming over, and breathing in, back to the center. You come over to the left, lift your left heel, and yield into the stretch for full out breath. wait for the in-breath. The in-breath pushes your foot down and comes climbing up the left shoulder, the arm climbing upwards and then rolling over into the next out-breath. of it so the body is not one bit isn't doing something on its own there's where the, the segmentation occurs but everything is sympathetic to this the breathing the foot the arm everything is sympathetic with that you get the feeling of the body stays whole and the effects of the movement can be felt to a wider area of the body. Even to the mind, of course.
just come down and feeling where that takes you expanding the awareness so we note uh, say, the experience of bodily form whether it feels longer more tingly, brighter whatever and along with that there's also a subtle mental sense, emotional sense which might be feeling uh, more settled or more comfortable or whatever you know but there's a, so you get looking at very holistically subtle body sense and then a, a, an overall mental sense heart sense <coughs> so a little bit more for the for the back <coughs> This one, you're bringing your arms up, and then the hands tip over, so the your fingernails touch the skull, touch the top of the cranium, and pull your, draw your arms back so they're flush to the chest. You're using your shoulder blades, you're using your shoulder blades tucking them in. Nothing is that acute, you know, it's not full pressure, but just the you know, 80%, 80% is enough. And standing, and then just getting into that about to sit down, sense with your legs, and then as you breathe out, just focusing on the lower back, breathing, breathing out. Get a feeling of lengthening. If you're consciously lengthening in your lower back, see if you're going to try to lift your shoulders rather from above them but below them. But nothing much is going to happen. But, but you get a sense just of changing which muscles light up, you know. So now lifting the shoulders isn't going to come from the neck, pulling it up and getting tight, but for the lower back, feeling, oh, it'd be nice to stretch a little. Ah, like an out-breath. Ah, it'd be nice to stretch a little. Ah. And really trying to get it so that the energy is coming from below your shoulders, and kind of lift, lifting the shoulders from below, breathing out. I'm noting if, if your hands move, that's fine. Some sense of lifting uh, transfers into your arms. If not, that's also okay.
and just uh, feeling a stretch as we know a stretch just comes sometimes the edge of discomfort it doesn't go further into it, it just comes the edge of discomfort and then that's the limit and now we relax breathing in Expanding your awareness. <coughs> so a couple of things just to keep stenciling in. 80% is good enough. 80% is the new 100%. 100% is too much, it generally means strain. So, so just a good steady 80 is really perfect. If you can't do 80, do 60, but don't do 100. Let it, let it gradually find itself, find its natural growth. We need enough looseness around it to experience the mind opening to enjoy uh, what, what happens. You know. <coughs> so, a few notes on that particular thing. So. Kind of, first of all, you get more effect, even though it's more uncomfortable, by keeping your hands flat, they'll tend to turn. The point is not how far up your arms go, that's kind of irrelevant. The point is experiencing a stretch that comes from your lower back, and if you can hold your hands like that, you do so, you do so feel quite a lot of stretch in the forearms. Yeah. And just so avoid doing that or that where you lose lose the sense of stretch and then again just coming to the edge of discomfort so we can sustain and then coming out of it you get a sense of relief and that that's the proper way of stretching generally what occurs is the sense of vitality and relief that comes after it encourages you to do another one. If you've gone into over, overdo it, you don't want to do it again. <laughs> it's, it becomes an ordeal. That's a stretch. So then we really were lengthening our, our um, bodily form. And now let's do some widening. <coughs> so, 
And here again, coordination is of the essence, so the head remains connected to the arm. shoulder tucking in so you get some lovely movement of the shoulder tucking in and then the arm kind of just loop coming out as if the energy is running down your bicep and then unfolding the arm to its fullness it turns you know, and then you feel that the stretch So let's have everything occurring together so as one both shoulders operate. It's not just one, the other sort of stands back and go together. So we'll form the bow and arrow and take the make the bow into your left hand. Great stiff bow. It's pushing your fingers back against your wrist. You feel the, the stretch line running along the forearm. keeping your head connected to this bow hand as the bowstring pulls into the armpit the other turns around turning your head extending if it can so you're looking at the notch between the two the index and the center finger taking aim and then breathing in pulling it back back to the center switch hands Extending, out on the stretch breathing in back to center everything softening and then breathing out coming from a soft sense into something quite sharp and sharpen and sharpen your attention so it becomes just that point, that notch between the two fingers. And that's all you're focused on, is that V notch. Bring it back. Flexing attention.
drawing it through as you come to the end of that full stretch it's a very sharp attention and as you come out of it breathing in you can release that notice how your attention then can widen it's rather like any other stretch when you do it consciously and then you release it you get the sense of widening and opening so you come out of that just letting your attention go without fastening on any object come back into standing and just letting your arms swing forward a little so you have start to form a ball defined by the the gentle curve of the hand when it's not stiff it's not flat it's not flaccid it's alive but it's uh, it's got a when it's like that it's alive and not stiff it's got a natural curve to it. So rest that on the ball. Back of the hands, the hard tissues act as the frame and the palms of the hands, the soft tissues drink in the buoyancy of the ball. It's kind of luck lifting quality to it (coughs) (coughs) and then what's happening in your feet everything has to be connected so avoid coming forward in fact if you want to do anything just come slightly more back and as if they're about to sit down sense so you feel your back it's just a subtle uh, waking up without any not asking to do anything just wake up, be present so that's behind you you get the feeling of energy running down your back it's behind you front of you the ball buoyant acting like a third leg and you feel the framing in your fingers backs of your hands your arms the frame resting that frame the outer surfaces letting the inner surfaces expand and be buoyant This is the palms, the hands, the front of the body. We feel the firmness behind. We feel the firmness in front as the the periphery. Can the center of that relax and be open? 
in this circle that we're embracing relax and be open can we breathe into it letting the belly just open into that Mm -hmm. you may find that your hands lift a little but if they do slide your hands slightly behind the ball they don't let them rest on the on the t- on the surface. They lift and let them slide behind the ball, retaining the same impression. The shoulders are supported through the lower back and the sitting position, not through lifting it, tensing your shoulders. They're supported underneath. Keeping your centre open, feeling all kinds of uh, you know energies and sensations where one's normal, <coughs> yeah, volition, one's normal sankara will be to close down, or but instead of doing that, you go the other way, or you know, resting on it, resting on the deliberate tension that we've kind of evoked, you know, in the, in the arms, just experiencing those as if there's something holding you up, rather than something you have to throw out. Because what we're doing with this is we evoke that, this means that when you're taking it to the level where it's just coming into discomfort but not a strain, And then in a minute or two when we release it, you get the, the after effect, which is very much a, a pleasant, blissful opening. And naturally, minds don't like discomfort. They do not like it at all. So to say to the mind, yeah, but this is only going to be for a minute. Come on. Don't have to tense up about it and get indignant breathing through that. extend it we'll just take it introductory and if it's another little skill is if it feels things are locking then just bounce a little with your legs turn so you you don't want to lock okay then coming to the end of that let your arms come under the ball Like lifting through the legs, opening, widening your awareness, 
As you breathe, as the in-breath comes, the ball follows it. And then sliding hands on top of the ball at the end of the in-breath. Breathing out, letting the weight of your arms just push the ball down through water. (coughs) Breathing out all the way down. Wrapping underneath the in-breath. Lifting. and subsiding and connecting it to the breath rhythm to signing off, feeling the palms of the hands, whatever's there, <coughs> opening your attention so the frame is very wide, as if you're attending to the entirety of the visual field, and then gradually drawing in Focusing on the sensations of your hands so you begin to localize your attention more fully. And sensing, drawing close to the abdomen and how closer you get, the more that area your body starts to wake up. Hands approaching, about to touch. Gently touching, landing, connecting, settling. Continue in their own form.